0: Hi, I'm Nicole Goodman. And I'm Lauren Mishkon. Every Tuesday, we trial a different self care practice and report back to you on the results. And on Friday, we're back in the studio to explore more of the world of wellness with the latest news, interviews, emails from our wonderful listeners, and the Self Care Book Club. Welcome back to Self Care Club
1: Wellness, Road Tested, the epilogue show. Hi, welcome to Friday's Epilogue Show, where we are taking a deeper dive into this week's practice of vitamin B12 and vitamin C injections. Right, let's make this a speedy one. Very speedy. Ready?
0: Hello. Thanks for listening. Not <laughs>
1: and have a great year.
0: This is known as pernicious anemia, which is a serious condition. Pernicious anemia. <laughs> Why'd you give me the big words? I don't know why you give me these words. Pernicious. Yeah, anemia. I call that bit right. <laughs> didn't I? No. I said anemia. You said anema. No, didn't. Anema. I don't know what you said. I said anemia. Anema. Fuck off, I said anemia. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you pronounce it? Oh, I did it. How have you been feeling, Lauren, since you haven't? taken the shots well I was taking my
1: multivitamins and my extra b vitamins but having listened to all the advice from all the experts I realized that actually I will be getting all these things from my healthy varied diet
0: so I have stopped taking the supplements yeah Yep. how have you been feeling um I haven't had a shot since Yep. uh I've been feeling pretty well considering it's january it's dreary we're in lockdown i mean i would say i'm being i'm all right i do i feel any different from the you know anything from the shots i had no but i've already said that on the last show and i haven't had any since would you have them again um i think i would have the vitamin c injection again Mm -hmm. not i think i would have the vitamin c injection again i wouldn't have the b12 because i get it in my diet yes like this time last year we were vegan lauren i was just thinking that we were vegan morning. and i was taking a vitamin b12 supplement and then, i yeah you would have needed it and i was vegan for three months yeah. until we went into the first lockdown yeah so and i did feel quite depleted so i think that it would have been fantastic yes for a ve- for a vegan diet yes. it's fantastic yeah. but i'd get the b12 but i would definitely have the vitamin c again yeah for sure
1: do you think it is a worthwhile use of time and money?
0: Um, I think if you have a really healthy diet, no, but not everybody does have a healthy diet yeah. and people find it very hard and struggle to get a healthy diet yeah. for whatever reasons they have. So if you are depleted, I think it's great. Yeah.
1: I'll tell you what I really took from that week was that I I will no longer ever take supplements or put things into my body like that without first checking yep. properly yep. if I am deficient. And I now know how easy that is to do. You literally have to do a finger prick test and, or you have a very simple blood test and you can actually check for what you're deficient in. Yes. And I think in future, should I feel something's not right in my body... I would definitely, that would be my first port of call to so actually have the facts yes. and then to be able to fix it rather than just go in yep. with blindly, yep. um, which is, I felt a bit like what, what we did. Okay. I,
0: we, I think that's fair. That, that is fair. There's no point in having something if you're not deficient in it. Yes. What a waste of time and money that is. And
1: also it could pick up on something you hadn't thought about, which actually you really do need that hadn't even occurred well, to you. What about
0: vitamin D? I mean, we're severely lacking there.
1: And, and actually that's one of the main things they do say to take to try and prevent COVID. Yeah. So if I'm going to take anything at all this winter, really? that's, that. yes, vitamin D.
0: Should we get on to what our listeners had to say? Yes, please. Well, firstly, Esther, yes. who administered the shots, yes. Esther Sampson, lovely yep. Esther, thank you so much for being a part of the show and giving us these shots. They were, they were great. Um, she does say that literally all of her clients have noticed an improvement in their periods. Very
1: interesting. She
0: said their moods were better and their cramps were much easier.
1: Yeah. Well, I know vitamin B deficiency does really affect hormones so that would make sense.
0: Interestingly, I have my period right now. I always like to tell everyone who's listening where I'm at. so do I. Because we like to sync. Yes, well we have synced. Yeah. I wonder if that will change now we can't see each other. Um... I've got a heavy period, but I've had no cramps and I haven't taken one painkiller and I've actually felt all right. Interesting. So there you go. Okay. So there's a, there's something I hadn't noticed okay. until I just read that out. Um, I did a couple of polls. Yeah. On Instagram. Yes. Now this was interesting. Yeah. Uh, the first one I asked was, have you ever tried vitamin shots? Yeah. How many people do you think have and haven't in percentages? Is is this just
1: the UK or do you? It's my it's my Instagram okay. account. So
0: no, it's not just the UK.
1: I would say quite a low percentage have tried it. I'm going to say like under twenty five percent.
0: You are amazing. Thirteen percent have have tried it. Yeah, eighty seven percent have not. I would say that's... high, right?
1: Yeah. Well, I would. I actually would say that's about what I would expect. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You yeah. did.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I did. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then I asked if you have said no, would you be open to trying them? Yeah. And this was pretty 50 50. 53% said yes and 47% said no. Okay. So there you go. Okay. And I wonder what the, uh, how informative that is. Like, have people yeah. looked into it? Yeah. You know, it, have those 53% actually looked into what it involves, how much it costs? Yeah the benefits yes. all of that
1: because i suspect if you did actual research and looked into it those stats might not stay the same so when we went into it let's do vitamin b shots i was like yeah yeah totally totally up for it and oh, no, then i booked it and it was done and then yes. we were suddenly there and you were like oh my god I, I, I want it yeah And then yeah. i then i booked. so yeah. i i wonder if the idea of it is different from the, the knowledge of the science of it i don't
0: know yeah It's interesting. Should have done another poll. We've had a few comments. Yes. Actually. Sophie Faith from Miami said that she tried it once before. Um, before a very big weekend away to Vegas, but it didn't do anything. What was she expecting it to do? Like,
1: <laughs> I'll have a vitamin B12, then I'll go and have like 37 tequila shots and stay up till 6am, but I'll be fine. I think it's fantastic that she did it before she went to Vegas. It was very, it's like preventative. Yes, but no, that was never going to work. She probably should have just injected work.
0: herself with salt. That would have been easier, wouldn't it? Sophie. Nice, too, nice idea, Sophie, but that was never going to work. Lily from California said she tried the B-shots years ago, but she didn't like them at all, stick to eating better she says I'd like to know what she didn't like at all she didn't say Mm. they just didn't work for her okay Victoria said it did absolutely nothing for her Michal from Warsaw Poland said it's just marketing this is not remotely effective Mm -hmm. so there's quite a lot of negative response Mm. from it Mm -hmm. now here's an interesting one yeah Amanda Kostetna from LA says she's a very big believer in vitamins and taking them as an IV daily though She swallows, not shoots. I love that. She swallows, not shoots. Now, thank you, Amanda. Amanda owns a healing art studio in LA. Yeah. Uh, It's like a huge wellness centre. Okay. And she says the entire world should be addicted to vitamin D, vitamin C and zinc right now, plus a good probiotic and everyone should get tested for MTH. FR mutated gene, as a majority of population have it. Basically, this means you don't break down and absorb things properly. And if you have this mutation, as most people do without knowing, you should take a methylation supplement every day, which, FYI, reduces anxiety naturally. It's obviously more complex than that, and absolutely not only about anxiety, but certainly very linked. But guess what, she says? It doesn't suit the pharmaceutical industry for us all to be hooked on vitamins and good supplements and therefore taking care of our immune system and our own wellness. Thoughts?
1: um she's in la right yeah so it's a very yeah. there's a slightly different mentality and it lean towards wellness nutrition supplements and everything else i mean i get a look I, which I, is
0: great by the way
1: vitamin d you can't argue with c goes through you if you don't need the extra zinc yes very good for women probiotics yes probiotics are fantastic um I don't know anything about methylation supplements and all these things. She obviously knows a lot about it, but I I suppose I would stick with what I said before is that I would always be tested for what I need and don't need rather than assuming I have a deficiency.
0: And just encourage people to look after their own wellness needs properly. For sure. And if that includes a vitamin supplement, then by all means, bloody well, take it. Sure. If it's going to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Sure.
1: So that is our week. Of vitamin b12 and vitamin c in full yes thank you for being in touch please keep your messages coming in tell us your thoughts and experiences on the week's practice and any practices you would like us to try you can email us at hello at the selfcareclub.co.uk and find us on instagram at selfcareclubpod we're going to take a short break and we will see you back here for our wellness news flash.
0: This week on Stakhanov. Join the self-care club as they trial out all those January health kicks. Listen as they put themselves to the test with Couch to 5k, Dry January and loads more.
1: I think that evening was probably the closest you and I have ever come to having a bit of a Barney. Which we didn't have, but we nearly had one. It could have tipped into (laughs) Broigus.
0: And why not check out the latest episode of Between the Lines with Melissa Reddy, where Roberto Martinez reflects on the highs and lows of his managerial career and the lessons he's drawn from 14 years at the top of the game.
1: When you're a young coach, you almost feel that you want to answer every doubt or every question mark that there is surrounding your position and out there. And then the older that you get, you understand that you cannot stop that. It's impossible. You need to affect the headlines of tomorrow. And that's the real power of working in football and being the manager.
0: All that and I- A whole lot more at Sukarnov. Wellness News Flash. Our newsflash this week comes from the Sunday Times Star Supplement. Eight wacky trends in wellness for 2021. i picked a couple of my favourites, Lauren. Can I read them out for you? Oh, I would love to You hear want them. this? This is the eight wellness trends that are going to hit us in 2021. And hit me up with we're them. We're going to have to try them all. Come on then. Eye yoga. No. Just the ticket for Zoom fatigued faces. Eye yoga uses tiny movements to stretch, move and gently massage the eyes and surrounding muscles, helping to release Tension. Our eyes are always on the go, though we never stretch out the muscles that do all the work as we would after our quads, after our squats or our hamstrings after a run. Okay. Uh, this is by Chatty Dobson, a yoga teacher and the owner of Flex Chelsea Fitness Studio. It's great to do after a long day spent looking at a screen, which a lot of people are now. Less is best when it comes to exercising your eyes. Tiny movements such as looking up, down, left, right for 10 seconds each. Gently kneading the brow bone and palming. Cupping your hands over your eyes are all extremely effective and quick and easy to do. We okay. should ask Danielle Collins Ugh. if she does eye yoga. I bet she does. Lauren's doing it doing right, it right now. now. She's doing her tapping I, thing I, over I her eyes. Tapping. I mean, it sounds bonkers when you say eye yoga. But look how much face
1: yoga worked. And also, we are spending a lot of time on the screen. So actually, I... I, I We've d- got
0: to do a week it, of eye yoga. It
1: doesn't sound as mad as as it sounds. You know what I mean?
0: Doesn't sound... That's absolutely brilliant. And also, it's my kind of exercise. But yeah. To be honest. I, I'm up for it. I'm okay. well up for it. Okay, I, I think we yoga. should speak to Danielle about that one. I yoga. All right, put it in the bag. Yep. Next. Number two, yep. Glide Fit. Sorry? This sounds fantastic. <laughs> this? It CrossFit yes. may have been all the rage in the past few years, but a new trend for America is set to be just as popular. Glide Fit isn't so much about the workout itself, but where it's performed at your local swimming pool or gym. Mm, but that's a bit tricky we don't at the have moment. Those, yeah. Okay, but when we can, yeah. stability exercises, yoga, and even hit units are done while standing or sitting on a floating fitness mat. Combine functional workouts with balanced training, meaning stronger muscles and improved coordination. Okay. I think it sounds fantastic. Like, You're basically doing it on the water. Like sit ups on a Lilo. Yes, yes, but I would hope that the fitness mat is a bit more sturdy. Okay, But maybe it's not meant to. No. It, is, it is basically a workout yeah. on a lilo. But how can you do press-ups? I, I, do press I don't ups. need to do press-ups. Sounds marvellous. There's another one that I really want to try. Yeah. So when it all opens, we're yes. doing this. It's called Gaga Classes. <laughs> Lady Gaga? Nope. This has oh. nothing to do with the singer. Uh, um, Gaga is a dance practice developed by the Israeli choreographer Ohad Naharin. Yes. Recommended by Gwenny, oh. who included a 30-minute Gaga class in her last Ingoop Health Wellness Summit. Of course she did. Mm-hmm. That's why we've got to try it. Yep. Gaga teaches you how to expand your palette of available movement options and discover the virtue of stillness.
1: How can you dance and be
0: still? Oh Sorry. It doesn't. It's oh. not discover the virtue of stillness. It's discover the virtue of silliness. Silliness. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Discover the virtue of silliness. I would prefer to discover the virtue of stillness, personally. More about learning to enjoy the feeling of different physical sensations and postures and mastering a specific set of moves. Gaga is easy and a great tension reliever if you can get over the feeling of being a bit ridiculous.
1: Do you think that I could reenact my expressing
0: my feelings about the
1: pandemic homework in this class?
0: Yeah, Gaga classes. We're going to go. I think
1: I've already done it.
0: There's a studio in South London. So when they open up, I'm going to. Are you up for that? I'm totally
1: up for it. It'd be okay. brilliant. Okay. I mean, I've shown you my expressive dance. So um, you're used to it. There's
0: another one yeah. I want to talk to you about. Yep. Menstrual cycle workouts. Menstrual. Because menstrual
1: how can we have wellness trends
0: workouts. for 2021 and not talk about down below? Is
1: this about like being still and calm when you have your period and then when you're ovulating, doing more exercise? Is it about that?
0: Forget fitting in a workout around your busy work so- schedule. Yeah. These days it's about tailoring your fitness regime into your menstrual cycle. Okay. One London Fitness Club's newest program, Curve, lasts for 8 weeks, pushing you hard when your body is at its most able and highlighting when rest and recovery should take priority. Also, included in the remotely led program is guidance on nutrition, video workout tutorials, and weekly check ins to track, track your process. Professional female athletes use menstrual cycle tracking with their training as a powerful tool to enhance their performance, says the club's founder. We want women to take control of their bodies. Okay. This launches in mid January and it's £350 and it's one London.com. Okay, now. I I really can't respond to this, but you can... But I'm going to. You can respond <laughs> But let me do that anyway. Go no,
1: on, no, 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 I want you to, to respond. No, I wanted to ask you, as yes. a person who does work out and tings... Yes. And things, yes. Do you feel that like on days one and two of your period that you do less or want to do less or would not be so inclined to throw the medicine ball over your shoulder and lift the weights and go running?
0: It depends on my period. Okay. If I'm having a very heavy period, yeah. then of course I don't have as much energy. Right. But I reckon when I'm ovulating, I do have much yes. more energy. So that would make sense. So
1: I would say that actually most people, most women who are vaguely in tune would
0: do this naturally. I think so. Yeah. I think so. And yeah. I think if you've got a good exercise routine in yeah. place anyway, you're going to push yourself harder when you feel more energised. Yeah, And when you don't, you're going to naturally take it a bit easier. Because I would certainly feel, and I am a person who tracks my cycles, and
1: I would certainly say, because I'm quite into all of that, that... Those days when you are bleeding heavily, yes, you should move because of it does help with cramping and everything else. But it is also the time to be still and have warmth and have warming foods and yeah. things like that. So that uh, you know, it's a very good it's marketing. It's a headline and it's a good one because you go, "What?" Yeah, but actually, and
0: here we are discussing it on a podcast. We are,
1: but most women, I think, who get their bodies would naturally err towards this anyway.
0: I agree. Yeah, and it and it's marketing and it's clever. Yeah. It's clever because yeah. what it's doing is it's packaging up a package, an exercise and nutrition package around your body. But then some women might not be in tune. So yeah, for absolutely. them, it would be absolutely amazing. Yes, it would be very helpful. I really helpful. think it would be. Yeah. OK. OK. Should we move on? Let's.
1: And now on to our book club. It's the book club. January's book club choice is overdue. Birth, burnout and a blueprint for a better NHS by Amity Reid.
0: I wrote Overdue partly as a memoir and partly as a manifesto for change. It came about as a result of my experiences as both a midwife and a mother. Uh, and it's really the story of me navigating within, against and outside of that system to try to affect change and the consequences of that on my own personal life. It's a love letter to midwifery. It's a call to arms. And I also give some examples of how we might improve the system and some suggestions for change and positive learning points to take forward. It's very apt, isn't it? Because we need to be supporting the NHS as much as we can right now.
1: It's yeah, it's a it's a big read, this one. Yep. I'm gonna tell you a bit about the Go book. For it. For Amity Reed, becoming a midwife was to fulfil a passionate desire to serve women, to use her clinical and supportive skills to care for pregnant women and new mothers with kindness and compassion. But the reality of working in overstretched and underfunded NHS maternity services soon shattered her illusions with devastating personal consequences. Wow. In her moving memoir, Overdue, Amity draws on her own experience and that of others to recount what life as an NHS midwife on the front line is really like. Capturing moments at the heart of midwifery care, life, death, birth tragedy and joy, it is also a compelling call for fundamental change in the way maternity care is delivered to meet the needs of women and the midwives who support them. With chronic understaffing, disengaged management, a bullying culture and rock bottom morale, it is hardly surprising that 30% of midwives leave the profession due to the pressures of the job, inducing stress and impacting on their mental health. Another 20% of midwives leave disillusioned by the quality of care provided to their patients. It is sad. Overdue is a gripping, raw and revealing insight into the realities of life on the NHS frontline and how it impacts dedicated staff and their patients. So Amity is an American woman who's lived in the UK for 20 years. She was um, a journalist and an editor. She then became a doula and that's when I met her. And then she qualified as a midwife in 2016. She worked in the NHS for three years and she lives in London with her husband and her kids And we're actually going to be chatting to Amity about this book at the end of the month in an author's special. So if you would like to read along with us and if you've got any questions for Amity, then
0: please get in touch. Hello at the And this book is about life in general, isn't it? It's all the the trappings of life, all the wonder of life, all the difficulty of life, mental health, physical health. And the state of the NHS. And the state of the NHS. Yeah. Which is why we have to support it as much as we possibly can because it's struggling right now.
1: Shall we do a very quick TV recommendation?
0: Because yes, we're watching a lot more.
1: We're stuck at home. We need some good telly.
0: Yep. What are you watching? Oh, I'm a bit embarrassed to Don't be embarrassed. Well, look, I need light-hearted. Yes. Okay, I do. I need light-hearted. I'm watching Queen of the South with my husband, which is fine. It's very gripping. It's very raw. It's very violent. All of that. Okay. And it's fine, but it's not. It's not hitting the spot for me. So Channel? Then channel? It's on Netflix. Okay. So then what I do is yep. I go upstairs yes. and I watch an episode of The Real Housewives of Orange County because the new season is out. <gasps> I didn't know that! <laughs> <laughs> you just made my whole week! It's out? It's not a full season. There, I think there's about 13 episodes channel. on there. Hey you. Got it. You H-A-Y-U. Best $4.99 I've spent in the whole of lockdown. <gasps> oh, I'm so excited, Nicole. Um, So that... That is pulling me through and to be, I've spoken about this many times on the podcast, but if I can recommend anything that is just joyful and silly and beautiful and wondrous, I would recommend Shits Creek.
1: Yeah, I'm still watching it and I'm still loving it. And what about you? What would you recommend? I have been enjoying Industry, BBC Two, about graduates going into a fictional uh, hedge fund trading company called Peerpoint. And also, how can we not mention Bridgerton Netflix? Haven't seen it yet. Oh, God. So, all I can tell you. I don't you... think I can cope
0: with him. I don't Who? think I can cope. The guy in it. Oh, the Duke of Hastings. I, I, the Duke. <laughs> he <he's... laughs> looks a bit too hot. He to watch. is smoking. I hot. mean, she is fanning herself oh, right now.
1: All I can tell you from watching one programme that is set in a sort of fake Regency era and one that is set now is that Cunninglinga very fashionable across the board.
0: <laughs> in all eras, there's a lot of it. Are you surprised? Am I surprised? <laughs> I, I'm. I have. It doesn't I go mean... out of fashion. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly
1: not. <laughs> uh, anyway, they are two two great shows. Can we
0: also mention what else has just started on Sky? What? Married at First Sight Australia new season.
1: Yes.
0: So I sent a message out to all my clients just sort of sending love this yeah, morning and yeah. I got some beautiful replies back of just keep well, keep safe. It was very lovely. Yeah. And my friends, my best friend's mum uh, replied with the only good news is that new season of Married at First Sight has begun. That Thank God it's going to save our lockdown.
1: I actually sent that exact text to to a few of my friends yesterday. <laughs> like, don't worry.
0: You, you also made it your Facebook status.
1: I do. Because it's, listen, we need one piece of good news this week, and
0: that is it. Yes. We're we're, we're pulling at straws here.
1: No, I don't think we are. Television is self care right now. Yes. Okay. It's part of our wellness. It fucking is
0: all our wellness. (laughs) Can't even drink. Maybe we should do, let us know if you want us to carry on doing a few TV reviews. It might help. It really might. It's helping me. Help her. You can email us hello at the self care club always tell us whatever it is you would like to hear about
1: so thank you so much for listening if you like what we do here and you want to be part of the club please follow us on our social at self care club pod and leave us a review on apple Podcasts. it really really does help us it out. it
0: does it does it helps us grow and if you end up trying any of the practices or that we do on the show we would love to hear from you or if you have a practice that you would like us to try or anything you would like us to discuss just get in touch via email and here it is again hello at theselfcareclub.co.uk
1: this is the last time that you and i are going to be physically in a room together for a while nicole i know because we're recording this Rem- on the 5th and we're going to be switching to remote recording yes as of next week so yes. the show will be the same, but it may sound a little bit different. Yes. And I shall miss seeing we'll, your lovely face. We'll be
0: a little bit sadder, won't we'll we? We'll be a
1: little bit sadder.
0: But that's why we have to invest so much more in our wellness needs right now. Now is the time more than ever to give yourself some self-care. Dig deep. <laughs> Thanks for listening and we will be back next week with another practice and another show. See you then. Bye.